Hey there, Vikings Nation. Get ready to dive deep into the Skull State of Mind. Join our host, D. Woods, as he shares his unfiltered takes on all things Vikings. From expert game analysis to player controversies and everything in between. If you love the Vikings for better or worse, then you've come to the right place. So grab a drink and let's talk all things purple and gold. This is the Skull State of Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Skull State of Mind Podcast. I'm your host, D. Woods, and the Vikings defeated the Saints, 1927. And I'm going to be honest with you, the game should have never been that close. I don't know what happened, but we're going to dive into it. Josh Dobbs. I would say Josh Dobbs had another good game for the Minnesota Vikings. He had 268 passing yards, one touchdown, and he ran the ball eight times for 44 yards. We're going to talk about the running game in a little bit, but let's talk about Josh Dubs right now. So you guys already know I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy, and I really want to see what Jaron Hall, you know, had to offer. But basically right now, the way Josh Dobbs is playing, if he can continue to be consistent and keep this play and build on this and just get better and better, as the season goes, I think the Vikings might have somebody, you know, I, I'm a believer right now. You know, I want to see what happens, you know, next week in Denver, but I'm believing in Josh Dobbs right now. Like he's coming in, he's, he's not making those, you know, uncharacteristic mistakes, you know, like he made last week, but you know, last week he was just traded there on Tuesday, you know, got to the team on Wednesday, whatever. We don't want to talk about that right now. We already know what happened, but I would just say, like, Josh Dobbs' game, especially in the first half, like, he was balling. Like, he was running out the pocket, you know, still looking down the field, finding, you know, the, the open man, like, you know, make, making plays, you know, making checks at the line of scrimmage. Like, he was he was playing a, a great game, you know. So, I'm going to get my hats off to Josh Dobbs, but um, I, wanna, I still want to see some more. Now, let's talk about T. J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson had a great game today, right? He had 11 receptions, 134 yards with one touchdown. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of game you need from T.J. Hawkinson on a consistent basis. That's the kind of game that basically tells you, hey, I'm a top five tight end in this league, and he got the job done, even though he went out a couple of times, you know, with with an injury, but he came back on the field. And I was on on live with the guys, you know, and I was saying, like, as a defender, when you hit a guy hard and he goes down and, you know, you see him grimacing or whatever, but he keeps getting up, it kind of, like, takes, takes the heart out that defender because it's like I'm giving him the biggest shot and he's still getting up, catching the ball, and he's still making plays. The game – I saw from TJ today, like it makes me feel like basically the preseason and, you know, the offseason of him not being in training camp or whatever, not developing, you know, catching technique or whatever it is. But it seems like now TJ Hawkinson is better acclimated. Now he's got the rust from the offseason off his body and he's playing like that dude. He's playing like a top five tight end, you know. He's he's getting the job done. And that's the thing, like, you got to think about it. Like, when you have a young quarterback or a quarterback that's just learning the system, you want to 
have two things for him. Well, three things for him. You want to have a good defense that's going to, you know, play good defense and turn the ball over and and get an offense, you know, more possessions, a running game, and a nice target tight end for the check down. And TJ Hawkinson is doing that right now. And, hey, Vikings land, we appreciate it. But let's talk about this running game. Now, in the offseason, I'm going back to the offseason. In the offseason, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the valuation of running backs. Basically, you know, we saw Josh Jacobs have a holdout. We saw Saquon Barkley have a holdout. We basically saw the Titans not know what they wanted to do with Derrick Henry, you know, premier running backs in this league. Now, you guys know who've been following the channel and following me for a while that I'm real big when it becomes to the when it comes to the running backs. Like um, I like to see the ball getting ran. And a lot of people don't understand, like, even though this is a passing league now, you still need consistent, you know running game in the playoffs to actually like win games, especially like when you go up, you can lean on the running game to secure that league just to basically like wear another team down. And I feel like in the media, a lot of people that's like devalue the running back position so much. Now you got what you asked for. You got what you asked for. I'm not going to go as far as say Dalvin cook would have been a lot better on this team because He's not doing much with the Jets right now. And y'all saw my videos before. I talked about Dalvin Cook. I basically said, like, I never understood why Dalvin Cook was signed with the Jets, knowing that Brees Hall was going to be coming back from injury. And when he became fully healthy, it was going to cut into Dalvin Cook's carries. I mean, that's the Jets' problem right now. Let's talk about the, the running game from the Vikings' standpoint. Okay, going into this season, we didn't know if Alexander Madison could be the lead back for this offense. I mean, we kind of felt like, well, Kevin O'Connell is not going to run the same type of offense that, you know, Mike Zimmer or, you know, Kubiak or whatever is the offensive coordinator, you know, during that time. Um, they're not going to run a ball like that because Kevin O'Connell wants to pass or whatever. So we was like, okay, maybe, maybe Madison can excel within that role. Didn't really work out beginning of the season. Traded for Cam Akers, and now we know Cam Akers is going with another Achilles injury for the rest of the season. So we're like relying on Alexander Madison, Ty Chandler, Kane Wangu. You know, I don't understand why Dwayne McBride hasn't been, you know, activated on the active roster. But the running game, man, it's like you were up like 24 points to like three or whatever at a certain point in, in this game. And I kind of felt like the offense shouldn't have leaned on a running game to like control the game and secure the lead. But like, let's go to the stats, man. And it's just like, it's, it's telling of what this running game actually is, you know? So let's go through it. Let's go through it. Alexander Madison had eight carries for 27 yards and his longest run was for nine yards. All right. We know he went out. Uh, I think it was a concussion injury. He went out or whatever. But this is what's crazy. Ty Chandler had 15 carries for 44 yards, and his longest was 13 yards, and he ran up and he got an actual rushing touchdown. That still is our only second rushing touchdown of the season. Now, 
There was a point in the game where Ty Chandler came in and his first run was for 11 yards. And I was like, damn, like he got basically more yards than, you know, than Madison on like one play. I'm not saying like the Minnesota Vikings should basically get rid of Alexander Madison and whatever. I just feel like he's not a lead back. He is good in the backup role. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think now, like, going forward, the Minnesota Vikings need to lean on Ty Chandler a whole lot more to secure, the you know, that running back low. Because I kind of feel like one of the reasons why this game got a little close was basically because the Vikings couldn't couldn't run the ball and they started to have too many three and outs or whatever. We're going to get to more into the Vikings offense, you know, in a little bit later. But that's just how I feel about it. I just feel like the running game now is like – it needs to be tweaked one way or another. Like I understand like there's no, there's not a lot of guys out there on the streets that can basically come in here and, you know, be a, a star back on this team. Like I said before, I really, really hope that they did something in, in the trade deadline to kind of help out, you know, Josh Dobbs coming in learning the system and Jaron Hall being a young quarterback so they can kind of lean on the running game. But I'm going to do another video this week, just on the running game, and I'll break it down a little bit more of the problems that I see with the running game. But let's move on. Offensive play calling. Now, a couple of weeks we haven't really had a, a conversation about the offensive play calling. You know, we've been dealing with Kirk Cousins, you know, Achilles injury, you know, leaving the game. We've been dealing with Josh Dobbs coming in and, you know, Jaron, you know, Jaron Hall finishing the game out. So we, we haven't really had a conversation about play calling, but one thing I noticed today, I kind of felt like the Vikings were back to that same old Vikings where they get started real quick and then the offense disappears. And we all thought that that was a Kirk Cousins problem, that it was Kirk Cousins checking down or whatever. But KLC, I kind of put that on you now because I kind of feel like you have to. St- to call some plays to where the offense doesn't sputter and doesn't disappear in the middle of the game. Like when I'm saying the middle of the game, it's like, I feel like the first half offense played well. They were going down the field, getting first down, getting field goals, getting touchdowns, whatever. But I kind of feel like when it came to that third quarter, you know, in some parts of the fourth that the offense really got, got stagnant and they really couldn't, couldn't get it done. And we got three and outs, you know, at certain times, which allowed the Saints to kind of get back into this game. I understand if you do have a consistent running game, you can kind of control the lead, control the clock, bleed the clock, whatever you want to call it. But KOC, if you know that you can't run the ball like that, you got to do some swing plays, you know, some some screens, you know, some sort of check down passes, something just to keep the chains rolling. So KOC, we won this game. I'm not going to bash you too much about the play calling, but it's your MO, get it better, you know, the next game, the next game, because you are allowing teams to get back in the games when this game shouldn't have been a blowout. Let's just be honest. Let's just, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I ain't going to sugarcoat that shit. But D flows defense. All right. This defense is playing lights out, man. Like, like the way Blind Flores got these boys playing, I mean, Two interceptions. I mean, Daniil Hunter getting the job done, you know, with a sack. Like, DJ Wanham getting in there, 
you know, we had a conversation about, you know, who who do you resign from this defense? And it's like, man, it's like I can't see this team without Daniel Hunter, you know, on the field. But the way D Flow is playing, it's like, man, got the way D Flow has these guys playing, excuse me. It's like, man, you gotta figure out something in the offseason to kind of keep this guy here because this is a whole new defense. They they look younger, they look aggressive, they look faster, guys are in the right spot, guys are making plays. Open field tackles. Oh my God. I cannot say too much about open field tackles. Like you got a guy like Alvin Kamara, you know, gets into space or whatever. Ivan Pace swallows him up, tackles him. Next play. Like last year, guys would just miss a tackle and guys keep running. Like, I really appreciate what D Flow is doing with this defense. Like they're I, I don't know where they rank right now as of top defenses or whatever, but this defense is completely different from the defense from last year. All right. Now, looking forward, looking forward, the Vikings will be going to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. You know, Russell Wilson, let's see, let's see what they got. Now, I understand that's going to come to a game to where this team actually struggles and, you know, whatever. So they playing good right now. Offense, you know, has to stop disappearing in the third quarter whatever and just i say like the offense has to have the mentality of just beating the shit out of guys you know not basically sitting there like letting guys come back because during this game like they had Derek, the defense had Derek carr doing completely nothing Derek carr wasn't doing shit the whole fucking game and we kind of knew like people who know football know who james winston is or whatever we knew james winston was going to come out there and slang it and we knew James Wilson was going to have some, you know, fucking balls. Basically, where he was going to throw the ball and either the Vikings catch it or the Saints catch it. And he met his average. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. But let's see how this defense is going to smother Russell Wilson in Denver. And I'm really interested to see what happens with Alexander Madison considering he has a concussion and, you know, Jaron Hall had the concussion last week and he's still not clear. So more than likely Ty Chandler might get the start. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. I think Ty Chandler has more, more explosiveness, more pop or whatever. And I do see, think the Vikings should elevate the way McBride from the practice squad to active roster, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do considering Alexander Madison is, might be out for that game, but let's get back to it. Looking forward you know, we're going to talk more throughout the week about, you know, the Vikings, you know, Broncos matchup. But I just want the Vikings to go in there, play a good game, play your defense, play your offense the way, you know, it's needed. And maybe we might get Justin Jefferson back, or you know, to see what happens. So all I can say right now, you know, Vikings got a good win against them Saints. And I'm looking forward to them continuing building on this um winning streak so you know how i'll get out of here skull baby thanks for tuning into the skull state of mind podcast take a beat to give us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts join us next time and don't forget to follow skull state of mind on all social media platforms to keep up with all the news and updates thanks again for listening and as always skull vikings